It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Think about it. it's Women's History Month. So shout out to all those beautiful, powerful, strong, independent women 
uh, doing it for themselves and have been doing it for years and years and years now. We salute you. Coming up next, we have Love Drunk by Al Chauncey. Let's go. You know I want it. Ain't no reason to pretend I don't. The perfect poison for my veins, so let it burn some more. Sweating ribs got me feeling like a bull, but don't. Addicted to your kisses. Addicted to your kisses. Thank you. 
right, so we are back. And just to give you guys a heads up, coming up in about five to eight minutes, you will hear those melodious voices of the men of the new Soul Cypher show, Q-Man and T-Mitch. But coming up next, we have another classic, Deeper by Miss Storm. Thank you. 
was wondering if sometime, somehow, somewhere, you can feel me. Can you can you feel me? Can you can you feel me? Some shadows of you, some, some, some men from the top that I met in my heart, in my back, but, but, yeah, ooh, I shouldn't play with my sensitive heartbeat, nah, 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 now the rhythm of my life under pressure, need your healing to avoid the suffocation, yeah. Too much. Now the love of my life is good, and I'm waiting for the final come. Come and please give me the last shot. No need to grieve if your mind just fell apart. No need to wait if the one is in your heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry for all this misunderstanding. For you, forgive me, believe me. bringing you 30 minutes of music, but now I'm going to turn it over to those melodious voices I told you about earlier, Q-Man and T-Mitch. 
Sunday. How about that? And you are listening to the voice you want in the bedroom, but you're going to settle for the living room. It's the one and only Cuban along with T-Bitch, and we're back for another round of the Neo Soul Show. <laughs> T-Bitch, are you ready to go, man? I'm, I'm ready to go as long as you know that we're not the Neo Soul Show anymore. I knew that. I knew that. I was making sure you were on your toes. I'm definitely on my toes and, and <laughs> glad to hear you and glad to hear everybody else on the new Soul Cipher. Oh, that's right. It's the Soul Marijuana Passing thing. I got it. I got it. It's going to take me yeah. a Yeah. Okay. I know. I was worried about doing it myself, but now that you've gone <laughs> ahead and, you know, made the first mistake, then I know that I'll be sure I won't do it. I'm sure you knew it would work out that way. You're just being nice. I figured it would. I was. I think you threw yourself with the the bedroom living room thing, and that went so well <laughs> that you were just thrown. That's exactly what happened. What, what's going on with you, man? I am currently on I ninety East with my better half. We are in Chicago. And wow. We just left. We just left the Winslow's residence. The, wait, from the so, TV uh, show. Yes, sir. Went and found the house, you know, took some pictures in front of the house. Very serious. Wow. Yeah, so doing that on our way to the African American Museum, you know, get some culture and then have a a hot dog and a deep dish pizza. So It's open on Sunday? Yes, it's open on Sunday. Then it can't be an African American museum. (laughs) You are absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, just just cruising out there, man, and just, just enjoying spring break and spending time with her, and you know, having a, having a good time. Glad to be back on the air, and definitely with a, a rebranded show. It feels refreshing, and I, I look forward to everything. And I'd be wait, wait, I've been waiting to say this on air, and I hope that he is listening. Uh-oh. I would be remiss if I didn't mention. How well MJ did with the the thirty minutes of music. She claimed she was nervous, but she sounded like a a, a professional VJ. Yeah, she did all right. You were such a loser. What's going on with you, man? <laughs> hey, me, nothing much, man. Enjoying this this weather we're having, you know. Just uh, counting down for Batman Superman. I hear. Did you already um you already purchase your tickets? Come on, man. I know, I know. Come I on, figured man. I got him two weeks ago. Met, I was about to say, since you met Stan Lee, I figured he just sent you tickets. Yeah, I, I got him two weeks ago, man. And for the Marvel people, I, I got my Civil War tickets a couple of days ago. Yeah, I'm very disheartened by that movie. Really? I'm a big Marvel fan, and so I'm, like, really, really upset like I knew I read the comics so I'm well aware and knew that it was going to happen, but mm-hmm. I've really gotten attached to these characters, so watching them fight each other is like I haven't been this attached to characters since the original Mutant Ninja Turtle movies. <laughs> 
I'm really not looking forward to the fighting. Classic stuff, man. Yeah, it's going to be a great summer for uh, movie fans. I'm looking forward to it. All right. Well, you know, we got to take care of some of the things on the agenda. For the last time, we were with everyone. Uh, you know, first and foremost, we were the Neo Soul Show. We mentioned that change. Uh, we are now the New Soul Cipher, making sure that we we hit the Neo Soul music and the independent music that we've always done. But we also want to incorporate classic hip hop along with um, our parent company uh, that sponsors the New Soul Cipher next to the L. New Soul and, uh, Cipher. Yeah, man, let that roll off the tongue a little bit. Yeah, I might have to tattoo that somewhere. That's going to be nice. Uh, the last time we uh, with you guys, we were saying goodbye to the Chancellor of Soul, Mr. Mike Bone. That's right. Who uh, did his last Wednesday Rewind. It was on uh, MG. And uh, can't the, the rest of the name of the band escapes me. At the moment, but it was definitely during um during the sixties. It was uh, one of the bands that was very influential in um Curtis Mayfield's sound. Mm-hmm. Very influential. But yes, say goodbye to the Mike Bone. He has a lot of things on his plate, a lot of things going on. We will do our best to carry on the Wednesday Rewind on our own, especially with a twist to it. But uh, that was definitely our last show. But uh, right. excited. How you feeling about that? Q? we got to carry that carry the mantle. I, I was a big fan of Mike Boone, so you know, disappointing, but uh, you know, we, we'll trudge on like we always do. Well, dude, I'm looking forward to you know, our each of our different aspects of of bringing the listeners classic music, whether it be R&B or hip-hop and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Especially when the yeah. youngster gets old. When the what? When the youngster gets on. We were talking about that the other day. When it's MJ's turn. Classic to her. It's probably 2006. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is such a joke. Isn't that crazy? Definitely is. Wow. So, what what, what are we going to be doing, man? Are, are we going to be doing some different stuff? Well, uh, you know, some of the things that... That have worked in the past We're definitely going to hold on to the end rotation playlist Where you know Listeners and fans and artists Call into the show And, and give us a day off And play music and, and present music From their own personal playlist mm-hmm. um, We're going to keep that As mentioned we're keeping the Wednesday Rewind We're going to continue to do that. We're going to try to start doing some giveaways, see if we can play something called Stump the Q or something. Oh, nice. Quash is really, Q-Man is really good with trivia, ladies and gentlemen, so we might give gifts away for anybody that's able to stump them. That's hard to do, man. And as always, we're going to interview up-and-coming artists and and, and Neo Soul on the independent scene and, and bring you the their their music as well as uh, very down home interviews with them and I think one of the biggest additions is that we are going to make an attempt to you know be a little more talk friendly you know and have conversations 
with you guys about things that are going on in the world, uh, in music and politics and society and, you know, obviously tastefully. You know, have some listeners call in and express their opinions and things of that nature. Just can spice things up around here a little bit. Well, that sounds good. I'm like looking today. forward to it. So um, another thing we're going to be doing, we're going to have a, a, a song of the week that we're going to play. Um, it's going to coincide with um, an artist of the month. We're also going to have uh, a top. You know, if we have a topic, we'll have a topic. Things of that nature. We do a lot of different things, so people just need to stay tuned with us and uh, stay tuned with all the social media. Everything you've been following for the most part. Just now it's mm-hmm. Soul Cipher and not the Neil Soul Show. Cool. So where, where you want to start? I'm excited. Well, we're not going to start right away. This, this is where we, <laughs> you know, we tell everybody what's what's to come. Like we're going to get into everything. Uh, in the future, we're going to have one of uh, the members of Next to the L, Chriselle, going to come on to the show and she's going to tell us, you know, different events and and things that are going on. With Next City L and all over the country Rochelle is very well Connected You know, going to do a lot of things like that Keep people abreast of music and events That are going on at their neck of the woods And uh, We're also going to have our producer Come back on and And talk to everyone about Everything that's going on in music So that we don't lose lose Touch with them But what got us here Excellent a whole lot of different things. So what the Q man wants to do is he wants to let you guys know what we're talking about today. So we figured we would open the show with a topic and let you guys fall back in love with, as he said, the voice that you want in your bedroom. There you go. So what, what? I don't have my notes in front of me. Why don't you tell everybody what we're discussing today? Well, you know, you didn't tell me which one you settled on or if we were going to try to cover the gambit. I'm all for the gambit. Isn't that our favorite X-Men character? (laughs) Well, um, we talked about, definitely talking about the Donald Trump situation with the rallies Mm -hmm. and how it's affecting uh, African Americans. So, you know, we'll definitely cover that. We talked about um, double standards among blacks and whites, particularly athletes. Um, in particular, we were thinking of, um, I believe it was Maria Sharapova that failed a drug test recently. Yeah. And how it's not big news, but if it was Serena Williams, it would be huge news. So, you know, things like that, like Peyton Manning, Teabagging a young lady in college It's not a big deal But And then we could talk about you know, If it was Cam Newton How different it would be Right So I'm I'm cool with all of that It may sound to people like it's a whole bunch of different things And uh oh a little racy I promise you we're going to do this well It's going to be tasteful And it's going to be a, a beautiful cipher That's going to be the cipher up of the show. So what we're gonna do right now is we're gonna take a quick break. Our producer is going to queue up the next song for us. 
And when we return, we are going to jump right into the producer's desk, and then we're going to get into tonight's topic. Let me get used to saying this. It's the new Soul Cypher. We'll be right back. Now soon, now soon, now soon, show powered by X to the L. All right, all right. It is MJ back on the line. I know that T Mitch promised you guys some music, however. Um, it wouldn't be a great show if we didn't have any technical difficulties. So what we're going to do right now, I'm just going to go ahead and get into some producer's desk uh, info. Uh, kind of like Miss Jones in the morning or Miss Jones in the afternoon, rather say. But, hi guys, how are you? Good, I like I like curveball. Excellent. <laughs> Good. Like I said, it wouldn't be us if we didn't have a curveball. But uh, so a lot of things have gone on in the music world since the last time we have been on the air. Uh, one of the biggest things that's been coming up is T. Mitch's least favorite artist, Beyonce, and her <laughs> formation video dropping. Um, let me just make sure I get the order correct. The song dropped along with the video, and then the very next day was the Super Bowl in which she performed Formation. So just in case you guys haven't seen the Super Bowl, I don't want to talk about it. Not a big fan of the winners of this year's Super Bowl. However, if you haven't had a chance to catch the halftime show, you definitely should. Uh, Bruno Mars was involved, um, Beyonce, and I want to say Coldplay. Am I correct, guys? Uh, you're, you're correct. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. So Coldplay, Bruno Mars, and Beyonce. A lot of controversy came um, up with that because of what Beyonce's backup dancers were wearing, what they were representing, different things of that nature. Um, if you haven't heard Formation yet, listen to it. I'm not going to really get into how I feel about the words of the song. Um, but if you haven't gotten a chance to listen to it, go right ahead and listen to it. The next thing coming up on my desk is, oh man, I had it listed out so nicely. Um, so why, why she looks for that, Q, do you have any comments about Miss Knowles and that whole Super Bowl fiasco. I thought they made a big deal out of nothing. <clears throat> I mean, you know, I, I didn't think. First of all, the Black Panthers, they didn't dance and do all that other stuff, so I, I don't understand why everybody's up in arms about it. It's just just another reason for people to complain. Now, I'm one of those people that was up in arms about <laughs> it. And my issue I, I I echo a lot of the I don't want to say the older generation or the younger generation. I guess we're somewhere in the middle. There are a lot of us that believe that one for the people that are saying that she brought awareness to the Black Panther Party. I'm one of those people that's like, well, where did where did they vanish to? Where did we forget about the Black Panther Party? When did we stop 
thinking about the Black Panther Party. So why did she bring awareness? To the people that have said to me that Beyonce breathed life into the Black Lives Matter movement, when did it start suffocating? When did it need life breathed into it? I think my issue is that she used... My issue is the form. Mm-hmm. I have no issue with paying homage to the Black Panthers. I have no issue with the business side of it that she was right. ready to drop the formation tour and just drop the video. So that's why she chose that song to perform. I have no issue with that. That was an economic move. Mm-hmm. My, my concern is you came to one of the most racially ambiguous places <laughs> and racially ambiguous venues and you decided to be pro-black. And not not that I'm against being pro-black, but I'm always against being pro-black where there's never a racial issue. And the Super Bowl is one of the last places that there's ever a problem with race. I don't feel like that's ever a place we, we ever had to protest. We ever had to stand up. We had to make sure we were known. Like 80% of the league is us. It was right. just that, that, that to me is where the problem lies. And then it seems like it was less about you doing something for our people and being politically aware and more mm-hmm. about you taking advantage of the mm-hmm. timing and that this is the most watched event ever to get free publicity while being paid. That's my mm-hmm. issue with it. My issue has nothing to do with any of the, the, the African American isness of it. Mm-hmm. I just don't I just don't like it. I, I feel like she is she has chosen when she wanted to get on her soapbox. Right. Speak about things that she actually doesn't necessarily. This is the same woman that spoke out against Kanye when he made comments about President Bush after Hurricane Katrina, and then turns right around and uses Hurricane Katrina in this formation video as if she is all about showing awareness to Katrina. I'm, hmm. I, y'all, I don't want to get started. I really don't want to get started. I want to give this segment back to the producer, but that's my issue, and a lot of people's issues with um, Beyonce Knowles. Interesting point. Well, all right. Uh, anyone out there that has anything to say, feel free to tweet us at New Soul Cipher. Uh, visit us on Facebook. If you are on Blog Talk Radio, feel free to just uh, get in the chat room with us and tell us your views on Beyonce, the formation video, and the performance at the Super Bowl. My last topic for the producer's desk is kind of a little shocker for me because I didn't know that this woman was talented in this area. I mean, I knew that she had a voice, but I didn't know that she was actually taking it mainstream. I'm talking oh, about you. You're going to love this. Uh-oh. <laughs> Tisha Campbell Martin. She has that (laughs) now two songs that I know of, two videos that I've seen. The first one is called Lazy B. And the next one is called Steel Here. Steel being S-T-E-E-L. I think we're going to bring more attention to the Steel Here song and the Steel Here (laughs) video. More so because it talks about um, how Miss Martin was uh, sexually molested and assaulted and raped at the age of three. Uh, if you look at the video, she has the word that the, uh, I'm going to call him a criminal. The criminal, uh, he sent her a letter. And so in those, um, in that video, she has those words from the letter painted across her. 
the message is really great. I just didn't know that Tisha Campbell Martin was mainstream singing. Uh, Steel Here is a great song. Lazy B, on the other hand, I don't really know about that one. Mm. Are you guys wow. as shocked as I am? Because I'm very shocked by this. I had no clue about any of this. I didn't either. And to, to hold that, in, I will say one thing I think all three of us can agree to. Upon hearing this, it kind of changes. I guess, I guess we, I understand a little bit more why Martin ended the way that it ended. <laughs> so this wasn't like the first time. It wasn't Martin acting out up a little bit. They were over exaggerating. This is something that she had already been through. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Because you know, I I know what I know. We all, if there's any show that we wish we could go back and see and differently, it, it has to be that show. Yeah, absolutely. But that's interesting. Um, I haven't seen the video. Q, we gonna have to watch that together. Cause um, you know that's that's East Orange's own, and and I I think that we would we would we would disown her. Cause I I hear she's rapping, not singing. I hear she's rapping. There's two. Lazy B is where she's rapping, and Still Here is where she's singing. Lazy B, when I saw the caption for it. They said, look out, Nicki Minaj, because here comes Tisha Campbell Martin. That's <laughs> oh what dragged me to the video. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. My wow. exact feelings. <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I might have to YouTube this. You, you just <laughs> might have to, because I can't bring myself to see it. That's Ted, that's Tevin's sister. I don't know if I can look at it. Is it Really? I don't know if that's just, I, I know they're related. They might not, might not be a sister, but, but Tevin and Keisha Campbell are related. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I can't look at that, you know? I cringe when I see Tevin. I, I don't need a reason to cringe <laughs> when I see Keisha. <laughs> that is interesting stuff. <laughs> wow. But that is all for this week's producer's desk. Um, I promise I'm going to bring you guys some more juicy information going on in the, the music world. But I'm going to turn it back over to you guys. Yeah, right. We appreciate it. Oh, that was interesting. Wasn't it? That's just going back up. This is in my mind right now. Like I'm wondering if you should spit some bars about Martin. <laughs> All right, man. Well, let's go. Let's go. Talk time. Okay. Okay. Where you want to start? Let's talk about this right, violence at these Donald Trump rallies. What do you think of that? Let's do that. Now, I'm in law school, in case anyone else forgot. And right now, I'm taking <laughs> constitutional law. So, a lot of politics talk, a lot of uncomfortable conversations, because I'm in Massachusetts, and there are about a handful of people that look like me enough to make four and a half chocolate chip cookies. It's uh, a little, a little disheartening um, seeing everything that is going on, and I will, I will go right out. I'll go out on that limb. Since a lot of people are nervous about you going out on that limb, I will go right mm-hmm. out there. I will say that I am terrified to see people act in ways I've only seen them act on television when they show black and white footage of the 60s. Very scary to me to see that today. I think the image of the uh, 
black woman being pushed by everyone at the rally on her way out was what disturbed me a lot. Because that's out of control. Yeah, while I've been here in Chicago, um, their radio station, their morning show here, they they keep playing um, interviews with people who have been to the rallies. Before we go any further, let's, let's first say, one, we're not picking sides here. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely a proponent that whatever we see on television or anyone that we see that's doing something, um, morally it's correct. I don't associate that with an entire gender or an entire race of people. Mm-hmm. So, because I, I, I know a lot of people that don't look like me that are not Donald Trump supporters. And and so I want to make sure that we make that very clear. This conversation is just, just I know for me, this, this is just more about the sheer terror that, that I have that at a political rally that is supposed to be about making the country better and how you are a representative of that. Mm-hmm. Anyone who looks different is is a problem. Because I think it is, you know, we we'll all agree that Mr. Trump's issue is not with African American people. He wants to put a wall up to keep Mexicans out. So I don't think that he's put his foot in the ground and said that he doesn't like anyone that doesn't look like him. I do think it's a little scary that the people that support him are going through such lengths. You know, whether it's sucker punching men as they're being escorted out, or, like you said, the, the woman that's being tossed around and protesters being thrown out. And it is a little a little upsetting, but it's not too much better on our, on, the, on the other side either. We're not Republican pastors. Personally, as a Democrat, I don't know if I'm voting in November. Mm. Well, you have to, man. Come on. I mean, I'm going to think about it. Like, personally, I don't necessarily agree with anything Hillary Clinton says after she introduces herself. <laughs> and I feel like, and y'all are going to hate me for this, but while oh. I like Bernie Sanders, oh. I have I have not heard rhetoric and and nonsense come out of someone's mouth that good since the service <laughs> in the Garden of Eden. Ooh. He spins wow. tales that I don't really think anyone in his campaign believes will actually happen in eight years or four. But his supporters are really you got I gotta show you my Facebook timeline one day, Q. You can see all the people that are like, Oh my god, I can't believe it. Free college. Have you lost your mind? Education <laughs> is one of the, the the ultimate businesses in this world and you think you're gonna get to get an education for free? Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. With tax paying money or with Wall Street, y'all have lost your ever loving mind. If you believe truly that as great as that sounds, and I'm a great supporter of not being in debt to get my education, I don't believe that that's going to happen. Hmm. Well, the the violence at the rallies is what needs to stop because it seems to be getting should- worse. How do you think they handle that, though, if you if you get more security? Because most of the time, a protester, no matter what the protester, what their background is, a protester gets a little more aggressive when security increases. This is true, but it seems like uh, Trump encourages the violent behavior mm-hmm. be- because of the way he is. I mean, I tell you, if I was at a rally 
and a 68-year-old guy punches me in the face. That's that's going to be uh, bad. <laughs> yes, I believe. <laughs> if I would have turned around after getting hit in the face and saw a 68-year-old guy with his uh, General Lee hat on, it it oh. it would have it would have been bad. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so yeah, they they need to get a handle on that, man. I mean, Big time. while I while I don't while I don't disagree with you, I kind of feel like um, sometimes things like like these situations mm. they they're they're a necessary evil. Hmm. Because while I don't, while I agree with you, and I do think that one, I don't think that I think that everything that Donald Trump is doing is an act. I don't, I don't think that he's so oblivious that he's saying these things and not knowing what their impact is. I think mm-hmm. he might be since Barack, he's probably the smartest person to run for presidency that has realized that. The way that you get people to come out and be passionate about something is you get right in their face about uncomfortable conversations. Mm. And he's done it. If, if, if the 1% or if, if, if anybody that has any issue with unemployment or getting jobs, you want them to be passionate about voting, talk to them about that uncomfortable thing, the myth that immigrants are taking all the jobs. Mm-hmm. And and he's very good at that. And we know because he's a business tycoon, so he's very good at these very difficult and and ugly and not always true conversations, but he 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 says them in a way that he pulls at your heartstrings and forces you to have a reaction. Mm-hmm. And I say it's a necessary evil because not only does it it help us it help us figure out where we stand and where people next to us stand, like coworkers and. And and friends, you know, a lot of people we don't normally talk about our political affiliations or our political feelings or our fears as Americans every time it's time to vote for a president, but it seems like every time Trump opens his mouth, he is kind of giving us a reason to talk about these things that we would never normally talk about. Hmm. That's why I look I kinda look at it as a necessary evil. While I don't agree with just about anything. That comes out of Donald Trump's mouth. I love having conversations with people who either do, because at least now yeah. I know where you stand, and and mm-hmm. even if you don't agree, and there's just someone else to talk about it with, we're talking about something that we would never normally talk about. Like we've never talked about the we don't talk about the border between the United States and Mexico. Like we're one continent. It's the melting pot. We're all about diversity and inclusion in this country. Yet the minute he said he was going to build a wall, people that you thought you know were just as inclusive as you were are kind of like built it higher. They are taking jobs. Hmm. Next thing you know, you're like, whoa. Mm, yeah. You know, uh, but, you know. I think it's necessary. So I do agree with you. We do have to do something to wrangle in all the violence because it is disproportionately happening right now with the violence. It does, you know, there is only a certain group of people that are being attacked by a right. other group of people. So we we do need to do something, and I hope that that something is not retaliate. That's mm-hmm. the last thing we need right now in this in, in this in this country. But to your point, I would laugh hysterically after we left. You know, if somebody hit you. 
at a rally. <laughs> I feel like I would have to. I would hope that I would be able to just get you out of that situation. Like the young man that got punched. You know, he didn't do anything back. He just continued yeah. to walk out and, and left. And I would hope that it would be something that we could laugh about, or you know, maybe write a new book about later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just, I'm trying to bring light to the situation because you know, off, off air, you and I get, you, you know, we could, we could go to Fridays and get some wings and we can and talk. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, we, we can really talk. But I'm trying to bring some light to the situation because I don't want, I don't want anyone, any people to think that we, you know we're hateful or, no, or of course angry not. or anything of like not. that. But I I think you and I agree. We don't want to see anything that we're seeing on television right now. This is this is it, real tough. It's very difficult. It just seems like uh, Donald Trump incites hate and violence. Yeah, I just got a text message um, that that he plays on the emotions and fears of the American people. Uh, yeah, without question. I just can't believe he's gotten this far, and it just it's a testament to how many. Individuals in this country share that hate that he has. You know, mm-hmm. it's really interesting. I think it's, I think it's interesting. Here's a, here's a question I have for you in regards to everything um, about the topic. How do you feel about the people that say that they're moving out of the country if indeed Donald Trump is elected as president of the United States? Say that. Ask, say that again. How do you feel about the people that say that they're going to move out of the United States if if Donald Trump is elected president? I completely understand that. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. I don't. I don't necessarily agree. Um, one because we've seen in the past that every new president has to deal with and clean up whatever the last president left before they ever get to do anything that they want to do. So, right. For example, you know, Barack Obama came in and Obama wanted to do a lot of things. And I think people have to realize that the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, that came two or three years after he got into office because he had to fix the economic recession that he was left so for everybody that's scared about this wall and it needs 10 feet higher and these people are going to do that, if there's ever mm. talk about a wall, it's going to come two to three years after Trump deals with a lot of the executive orders like legalizing marijuana, medicinal marijuana, all the executive agreements with, with Russia and Putin and, and Iran and that, that Obama has, has been a part of, especially with the, the environmental Protection Act and, and things like that for climate control. Like he got a lot on his plate before he, he goes and bothers anybody in Mexico about building some wall at the border. <laughs> well, he can't win, man. He, 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 I don't think he can win, but no, he he can't win. He's too angry all the time. He'll have us at war every other week. I don't. I and I and I think the opposite. I really don't think that. Other leaders in other countries would take him seriously enough no, to want no, to go to wouldn't. war. They're not sitting down at a table to talk to Donald Trump. They're not. I love when Ted Cruz and Mark Rubio at one of the debates were like, while we were out here arguing statutes and trying to fix the country, you were firing Dennis Rodman on The Apprentice. Like, no one takes this guy seriously. <laughs> It's not going to happen. I'm, I'm a little ashamed that Ben Carson – I'm ashamed that anybody that supports 
Donald Trump, and and for a million of reasons, like 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 New Jersey's Chris Christie, that that buffoon. I'm, I'm anybody that that backs him because I think the smart move. Well, what I really think is going to happen, I think Ted Cruz is going to win the Republican candidacy because I believe really? everyone who's following, I believe everyone who's following Rubio and everyone who's following Cusick, they're all all those numbers will will add on to Cruz's numbers and he'll win a very a very close race. I don't think Donald Trump is gaining supporters. I think his supporters are just talking louder. But he's not gaining supporters. Mm. Well, well, I hope you're right, T. Bitch. <laughs> I'll, I'll be the one that keeps an eye on this. I will be the rational Don Lemon of the new Soul Cipher. <laughs> I will keep you guys up to date without embarrassing my culture or anyone else's. And I will bring you my opinions and things of that nature because, like I said, I'm not sure if I'm voting, but I will figure out what the lesser of the four potential evils are, and I will vote for them. And that's pretty much all I all I have to say about that. All right. So I know you know about Maria Sharapova's drug test. Now, for anybody else that does not know. Maria Sharapova is a tennis player. She has been ranked number one in the world, so she's not just a nobody. I think she's married to a celebrity as well, isn't it? Is it, is it I, I want to say yeah. I want to say yeah, but I'm not sure. I think she's married to Ovechkin, the hockey player that plays for the Capitals. If not him, she is married to a celebrity. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets she gets a lot of endorsement deals. Like We want people to understand that this is not... You know, she's not ranked fifteenth in the world. You know, this is this is not one of them privileged situations. This is someone that is recognizable. This is mm-hmm. a big deal. Her name she's been on Wheaties boxes too. Maria Sharapova was yeah. a big deal. Yeah. She sure big, is. Big deal. So glad you she did what now? Well, she failed a drug test. Whew. And it has not been big news. I'll be honest with you. I didn't know until I went on Snapchat and looked at the ESPN Snapchat story. Mm-hmm. Now, my issue with it not being major news is that if it was Serena Williams, not only would it be flooding every outlet of news, but then we'd see the memes of her dressed like a man and all types of other things. Yeah. And her sister. I don't even think it would stop with, with Serena. It would, it would, it, Venus would be a part of that as well. I'm more why surprised think, that... Oh, go ahead. You watch I was going to say, why do you think it's not as big a story one reason As if it I were. think I'm, I'm learning this. Um, the media, the way the media works is so, so confusing. But one of, one of, one of, they say that normally whenever there's there's a problem or there's bad publicity, you, you got to get in front of it. You got to get ahead of it. And I mm. think Maria Sharapova showed up. To a press conference to talk about something completely different, or at least the media believed that she was coming just to talk about possibly retiring or mm-hmm. a different tournament. It wasn't that there were whispers about it, and then mm-hmm. she was trying to come out 
she literally got ahead of it and just surprised all of us by saying that she failed the drug test. And unfortunately, when it happens with other athletes, someone tells someone and sells the story. And so the media outlets are the ones that are saying that someone failed the drug test. And now the athlete has to come out with their tail between their legs and and tell the truth about it. I think that might be... Because, one, I don't disagree with you at all. Had this been a different athlete, it would have been a, a different presentation of it, but I do think mm-hmm. it's, it's to her benefit, one, she was the one that delivered the information. Two, this is the first issue we've ever heard in regards to Maria Sharapova. Right. And, and we know that, three, the media loves controversy, and they get you get a better story with our people. Hmm. It would be a better story if Serena or Venus or LeBron or Cam or any, you know, Kobe. If we were to find out right now that in the 18 seasons Kobe Bryant has played in the NBA, six of them, he was on a performance-enhancing drug, they would, <laughs> the media it would be a firestorm. And it could have been the first six years in the league. We would not care. We would be so upset and angry, myself included. We, I, we, we would be up. It's a better story than Maria Sharapova failing this one test for a drug that recently became banned. It is just a better story. I don't disagree with you, though. You know, my honest opinion, my honest opinion yeah. is that 65% of athletes are on a performance enhancing drug. <laughs> That's my opinion. And I believe that the other 35% of those athletes ride the pinch and never play games. <laughs> wow. Everyone's on a performance enhancing drug, and you can tell when they're not on the drug. You can tell that one day that they said, I'm not going to do it because I might get tested. For Cam Newton, it was the Super Bowl. But you can clearly see when they're not on it because they look like a regular person. <laughs> okay. That's, that's how I feel. All right. So um, what about this Peyton Manning thing? Listen, let's be honest. Before we tell everybody what Peyton Manning did, Q, I'm pretty sure that there's a story, there's a picture. For you, there's probably a newspaper article or um, a, a headline somewhere for me. There's probably a Facebook status. There's a photo, a text message, or a MySpace private page. We did some stuff <laughs> when we were in college that if it came out right now, we'd probably be in big trouble. <laughs> I just want to say that first and foremost before I start talking about what Peyton Manning did when he was a teenager in Tennessee. I'm sure I did worse things. Than what he did, but um, really, <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, rest by you know, rest in peace, mommy. Hope you don't turn over in your grave. But yes, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely willing to bet that there are some things that I've done that I'm not proud of that <laughs> don't compare in the least <laughs> to this, you know, and. I don't know. How do I feel about how do I feel about the the, the tea bagging? One, 
did he really teabag the girl because teabagging was not a term when he was in Tennessee in the late 90s? <laughs> um, two, where is this story originating from and why now? Well, I actually knew about this for a long time, for for years. Because uh, when it happened, you know, there wasn't the same social media outlets back then. And it kind of got pushed under the rug. But let me tell you, this woman sued him twice and won both times. So there's how something was she to do to it. Keep, how was she able to keep suing him? She sued the first time and they settled. Okay. Because she lost her job at Tennessee. And they said, you oh. know, she filed a lawsuit, they settled. Now, then they wrote a book, Manning and his father, where they talked about her and her character, and she mm-hmm. sued them again, and she won again. They settled. That was a, it was a settlement again, okay. So, go on, there's got to be something there. I, you're probably right, but if I was if I was the Mannings, and I want to make sure I speak this disclaimer before I make my statement, <laughs> I don't condone any behavior against women <laughs> against their will uh, at all. If I was the Mannings, we just had to go to court. You are not going to just every few years decide to, to sue me, and then I'm going to settle because I don't want this out in the media, and then because we didn't go to court and we didn't get a a rendered decision, you can just keep coming back and doing this. No, no. Hmm. We're just gonna, I'm retired now. Hmm. People are already humming my, my, my nationwide commercials. <laughs> I'm pretty sure stock in chicken farm has skyrocketed. <laughs> like, are you killing me? Von Miller is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Like, I hate that show. We, let's talk about that in a whole other show. Let's let's go ahead and hash this out, and let's just do what we got to do. Um, at this point, I believe that Peyton Manning is untouchable in the media. Mm. If, if 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 we really go through all of this, at, at the end of the day, what I opened with is probably what the court of public opinion is going to settle on. Like, so what? Whatever he did back when he was a kid at Tennessee. Look at all the great things that he's done. Since then, like in this community back in 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 Louisiana, where where they're originally from, the Mannings, like look at all these great things. He's always he's a he's a consummate sports athlete. Like whatever he did as a kid in college, I don't want to say it's not a big deal, but if it's been settled twice, mm-hmm. it comes up again, like it's coming up now. Just go to court, Peyton. Just go to court. Let's go through the trial. You get a really, really good attorney. You either win because of a loophole, or you lose and pay her again, and then never have to worry about it again. Hmm. Well, a better question would be: too. What are we going to do about college kids teabagging administrative people while they're in college? <laughs> That's a bigger issue. I could care less that it's Peyton Manning. Well, listen. This poor woman reported it and lost her job for it. And then, when it came out a couple of years ago, again, she lost the job that she had a couple of years ago. Are you surprised? Not really. I'm not surprised either. This this is a, a very good example for people that think that, you know, or that don't understand that, like I said, athletes are somewhat untouchable. 
no one wants that, that that publicity. Nobody wants that person on their staff. You don't want the person that is poking the bear when they when they're getting ready to go out on top or they're getting ready to retire or they're just a really good person. Like no one cared mm. when Robin Givens sat in front of Oprah and said every day is like living in hell. Oh my gosh. Because Mike Tyson was not a, a great figure. Mike Tyson did not portray himself to be a great person. You know? <laughs> when Floyd mm-hmm. Mayweather was dealing with his larceny situations or domestic violence. We didn't we didn't care. Those that lady didn't lose her job. But you can't just jump up and talk about everybody. Right. And stay on the pay and stay on the payroll. Mm-hmm. Who or not? You you just you just it just it just can't you, you can't do that. There's there's rules to everything. Very Why true. Is, like, 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 is this really what the world is talking about? I posted this reason. Like, we spend more time worrying about Beyonce's Super Bowl halftime performance, Tisha Campbell rapping. Mm. We spend more time worrying about what Peyton Manning did with his genitals in college. <laughs> what Maria Sharapova needed to do to beat Serena Williams, <laughs> and we're not spending enough time talking about who's going to be running our country and why college rates are dropping. These are the things that we're more interested in in this country. I absolutely I love it because it gives people like you and I something to talk about, something to banter, banter right. about, but I am absolutely flabbergasted that these are things that gain traction in the world. Yes, they do. Big news. I'm really like, I'm really going through my mind right now. Like, we do. Do I really care if Peyton teabagged this woman? <laughs> and that he got away with it? Is it bad that I care more about the first part than the second part? Or the bigger travesty that he managed to get another Super Bowl when he couldn't even play football? Yeah. Who cares? You know, we got these league substance abuse players, and we run them into the ground. We really care. Peyton Manning, what he did when he was 18, 19? Hmm. Well, we got to have news one way or another. I need some better news. I need a a news outlet. I don't watch news. I don't watch Fox News. I don't watch any news programs. I just watch um, CNN. See what new idiotic thing Don Lemon does. Wow. So, why don't you uh, let us know what we're in for over these next few weeks, T. Mitch? While we got a couple of minutes. Um, a lot of things. I've been. Let me let me get my paper out because um, it was typed up for me. To make sure <laughs> that I didn't I didn't miss anything. So let me let me get my notes out. Produce them to make sure we hit everything. So. <laughs> There we go. The new soul cipher. <laughs> so uh this is pretty much this, this is pretty much gonna be the format of the show. Uh as again, we are gonna have guests on the show. We're actually reaching out to Ricketti, who's a former Neo Soul show a guest who's gonna be performing at um South by Southwest next weekend. So I'm trying to get her back on the show and uh see if we can get some to get her to talk to us about uh her mixtape Sunday sessions. Uh, we reached out to a few other artists uh, next month. 
being National Poetry Month, we're definitely thinking about doing another on-air poetry slam. Oh. As we did last year, so artists and, and poets be on the lookout for that. Uh, as mentioned earlier, we're going to get a lot of uh, next video info, event information, and, and content as uh, they are preparing for the launch of their website. And we are we are definitely excited about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot and a lot of music, you know. Uh, as it, as MJ noted, we had, it wouldn't be a show without technical difficulties. But we are going to have a a song of the week. We are going to be bringing you a a neo or new soul top ten of the month from uh, the Nectarial Brain Trust. And, you know, we're definitely going to be bringing you, you know, more conversations like today. And definitely with more of your, your input and more of your opinions, uh, there definitely needs to be more forums and more conversations. And, uh, you know, we didn't want the interviews with artists to be the only very serious and direct thing on the show so definitely a lot more conversation and um, we're going to see if we can't get some conscious hip hop artists you know it seems like I read an article somewhere that uh, some of the entertainment in the entertainment industry some of the labels there is like a very quiet um, scheme to do away with conscious rappers they would rather have Mm -hmm. track music and they would rather Mm -hmm. have the degrading music one because it sells more and it's it's much easier to spread that negative vibe like I can't wait to have a conversation with you and MJ about this singer Bryson Tiller like I think his music is is very well but I think the messages in his music are very horrible um so we're on the lookout for conscious rappers and and DJs. We definitely want to get more DJs on the show to mm-hmm. play more classic hip hop music and and you know we definitely want to want to get that on the show. I just think the dynamic of, of Q myself and MJ and what we all think about hip hop that would be an amazing conversation just in and of itself. Just the artist that that, that Q believe in influence hip hop and I feel like I grew up during the golden years of rap to what most 20-year-olds think is good music today. So a lot lot of different things. It won't just be neo-soul, but, you know, neo-soul is just just that. It's good for the soul. So it'll be a lot of that. We'll definitely continue to bring you the artists' interviews and things of that nature. And we're just going to take a lot of our cues from Next City Out. You know, a lot of things that you're going to see on the website, a lot of the things that you're going to read, and a lot of the content you're going to be able to get on the website, we're going to talk about a lot of those things. Make sure that you're 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 in tune and abreast of what what is going on on the website and how it's affecting you and influencing you and how you can get involved. Well put, D-Mitch. Yeah, and I made sure I saved just enough time for some QT with the Q man. What happened? This whole show was QT. <laughs> <laughs> right. We done had right. QT for an hour, man. What are you talking about? You're right, but that is something else that, that we plan on, on keeping. We we absolutely adore the way Q ended shows with it was like his version of Jerry's final thought. <laughs> and it was always something really, really good that I felt like I was thinking about for the next week 
<laughs> I'll be ready next week, man. Okay, so since you're not ready to do that this week, I don't have anything, but I think something that's been on my mind for a mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. I've been having a lot of conversations recently about um, availability and and how available we, we make ourselves to the people in our lives and people outside of our lives and I think I would want to say to people to you know take inventory on the people who are in your life and, and make sure that they have your best interests in mind and, and also see how often you're making yourself available to folks. Make sure that you're prioritizing the right people in the right positions, those that, that want the best for you, those that you are looking to build with, those that you want to have a future with and and, and just make sure that you're giving those people the right amount of time, the right amount of attention and and being available to receive that that same amount of time and attention from them. Um, it's always something when I hear someone say that they didn't get any sleep because they were on the phone until one, two o'clock in the morning, or someone texts them at twelve thirty, or someone. So I, I, I personally don't. I don't know too many conversations that need to be had that late at night that can't be had the next day. Hmm. Or I don't. I don't necessarily know if every time you receive a text message, you have to respond to it. Every time you get a phone call, you have to answer it. We we all have different things going on in our lives. We have different priorities. We have different things that we need to meet. At the end of the day, I truly am now a 100% believer in this. If I am not taking care of myself, I can do absolutely nothing for you. That may sound a little selfish, but it's just what what needs to be needs to be done. I think that people need to take a little bit more inventory on themselves and make sure that they're taking care of themselves before they, they take care of other people. Well said, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I got, I got nothing, man. You might as well end it on that note. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll be back next week. Uh, stay abreast, as always. Everything now is new. Soul Cipher on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, we will get back on our own personal things later. Oh. That was my fault. Because our, our producer is so on it now, I was supposed to end the show a little bit, like thirty seconds before that. So stay, stay abreast. We will keep you all up to date with everything that's going on. Uh, I don't normally like closing the show. I like when Q closes the show. But for our, our next city L family, for the Q man, for myself, T Mitch, for MJ, for all of you listeners, um, we are excited to be back again, rebranded, and trying to bring you something different. And, We'll try to do better next week. So, again, for the new soul cipher, we're out of here. Yeah. Good night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.